So we are on uh, episode 42. 42. 42. So you got to think of cars number 42. Yeah. Kyle Larson. See, he's got one. Yep. I, I actually have a list. So did we start already? Yeah, we did start. Oh. Three, two, one. No, we, we don't, don't do, do that, that anymore. Kyle we Larson. Don't. Here we are, podcast number 42 without Matt Panier. Yep. Where's Matt tonight? I don't know. He just decided not, he's got to get up early. I'm not his keeper. He's not going to make it. He, he said something about getting an hour of sleep last night. I don't know if I should believe him about hmm. that, though. According to his Snapchat, I think he was out and about in, down in the old uh, uh, Lake Geneva area. So that ah, might have happened. Okay. That makes sense. Well, he, he lives down there, though. He does. He's no longer a valley boy. Ugh. What's he doing up here working for WIR, then? <clears throat> Two weeks left, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So we are joined here on our episode 42 podcast by Rowdy Audi, Jesse Odenhoven, who doing a phenomenal job in the Super Late Models this year and also pulled some double duty tonight, first time in a quarter mile late model. So Indeed. Jesse, welcome aboard. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, this wasn't the plan. We, uh, <laughs> My spotter and I, uh-oh, Dennis is Oh, uh, here comes my spotter. <laughs> <laughs> my spotter and I were like last minute, all right, let's go out quick. Let's go see the live taping of the podcast at the X. <laughs> what could be better than this? So then I got wrangled into it, and, and here we are. So thank we you. We had an open chair with Matt bailing, so we figured, <laughs> hey Jesse, get on here. We we got a lot to talk to you about about how this year's gone. So yeah, all right, we got yeah, different I'm, things, but I'm ready for it. What can you give us for 42? So we're episode 42. Oh, we need some drivers who race number 42, local or NASCAR. It's probably Dan? a harder number than. Than I thought it was going to be. Well, give yours first. Uh, John Geezy, Sport Trucks, 1999. Well, he started in late model 93, but. He did. Uh, Tim Oakley, Sportsman, 1980. Oh, you did some research over here. I did not. <laughs> he's got, he's got a 4x6 index card. I, I was this. given this by uh, a oh. podcast fan. Podcast fans say, hey, here's some 42s. Yep. Dennis Prunty. Ooh, Dennis Prunty. Obvious one. He's solid, yep. Yep. I heard of Kyle Larson earlier. Yep. Jimmy uh, Spencer. Oh, he was 41. Sorry. JPM. Anybody who drove 42. Kyle Petty. Oh, that's it. Yep. <laughs> that's it. If you're not, yeah, mellow yellow car, that, that, that probably tops it. Yeah. Kyle Petty. That's the Mullet and all. Lee Petty drive Lee 42? Petty was 40. Because Richard 41? was 43. 44? I have to look at that. One of the older Petties was 42. Okay. I can't remember which one, though. Gotcha. Well, there's Lee, there's Richard, there's Kyle, and there was Adam. Before no, Lee, that. there was another one. Wow. That's back when Moby Dick was just a minnow. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, Dan. <laughs> I, you didn't even see Days of Thunder till like a year ago. And right? You're busting and out I'm who was before Lee Petty. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? A lot. <laughs> A lot is wrong with me. Well, I do let, a podcast every let's week. Let's get to Jesse because he ain't going to be here all night. So, yep. Jesse, you had a fun night tonight. You had to start 14th because you're win last week. Yep. And you got your butt all the way up to what, fourth? It was fourth. Fourth. Um, you know, the, the race started. We were uh, just pretty much looking like it was going to be a green to checkered uh, finish here. And we had a spin coming out of two, I think. Uh, there yep. was like 15, 16 to yeah, go. Yeah, Mickey Shally spun there on the back stretch. Yeah. So, you know, when things get stacked up, you just you don't know. So, you know, after the restart, 
think we were sitting, you know, ninth, tenth, right there, and we probably weren't going to be doing too much moving after that. It, it gets, we you know, when it gets spread out like that a little bit, it's hard to make passes back there, and everybody's so close. Um, but yeah, you get a couple restarts. We had the big pile up there in three and four, and I missed it by an inch of a hair, or you know, whatever you want to say. And Andy, you ended up getting in it a little bit, but yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the wreck, we're probably not right there in the top five again. But you know, Luxman are not on our side for the most part of the year, and it was it was all right. Top top five is what we're shooting for, so that's yeah. it. Yeah, and it's really difficult. We've talked about this on the podcast before. When you get the big win like you had last week, starting 14th, it's a two tire show. You kind of got what you got, and most cars we see get to like fifth, sixth, seventh, and you're happy with that. So for, oh, for you sure. to make the dash again tonight. And then start 14th, come all the way up to fourth, solidly in that third spot in points here with two weeks to go. Yeah, third place feels really good. Obviously, I mean, when you come into the year and you know you're setting your goals so high, you know third's like really unattainable. We've never been to that place before, but we you know we had the speed, so there was no reason why we couldn't be there. But again, it just has to be you know a luck thing. Um, we've had some really good qualifying um, efforts this year, and we've made. I think it was like nine dashes, I think, on on the year so far tonight. Um, so that goes a long way, and you know just as well as anybody what's going to win a championship and what makes points at Kakana is just making that dash every single week, and, and we're trying our best. Yeah, that's definitely the key, and, and we've seen it too, that the two guys in front of you, um, two ends of the tail tonight. So you got Casey and Max come into the night one point apart, um, first and second in time, I believe they were. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah. So they're right there again. They kind of swap it out in the dash, however you want to call it, back and forth. And then uh, two tails in the feature. Casey takes the outside lane. He moves forward, uh, gets to jump on the restart with halfway through the race, gets the lead, and that thing's on cruise control and gone. And uh, Maxwell, unfortunately, working his way through the field, uh, a little bit of a three-wide situation, uh, backed out of that. And then uh, the big wreck you mentioned. Yeah in turn three which uh mangled up his, his car pretty good so casey ends up taking the win tonight and unfortunately maxwell is going to be scored last place uh out of the 20s so yeah. pretty and big separation there you would know better than i would but you know the pressure's on there's three weeks left championships on the line you know a lot of aggressive driving obviously but um yeah at some point there you know it's how aggressive can you be? You're trying to preserve points. You're trying to preserve your spot, and you know he, you're getting held up by Strucker there. Just a just a fuzz because he's a little bit faster, obviously. And uh, yeah, unfortunate yeah. circumstance for Max to be on that end of it. Yeah, and we talked about this earlier in the pits. It was it was really interesting. The first, like you said, we're we're going. It looks like it's going to be a green to checkered deal. Everybody's kind of got their spot. Then there's the yellow with 16 to go. Strucker's your leader. He takes the outside line. Um, Casey goes low, so he's lined up inside of him. Maxwell ends up lining up behind Casey on the inside. So you got your top two point getters on the bottom. And on the restart, the bottom ends up going, which historically we've seen the top go. And Casey gets the lead, and it looks like Maxwell's just going to follow him through. Unfortunately, another yellow comes up. We reshuffle the deck again. The second restart, now Casey's on the outside. Brent's on the inside. Maxwell ends up taking the inside two behind Brent. And... Casey gets the jump, and Kendall gets by Brent, and then I'm on the outside of Brent, and I think you just seen Maxwell kind of seeing things kind of separate. I mean, he was just on Casey's bumper a lap ago on that restart, um, and then the you know 
got underneath Brent. I was still on the outside of him. We talked after the race. It's really hard as a driver, and you can attest to it too. You don't, you're relying on your spotters and stuff at that point. You don't exactly know how far someone is out there. Right. They call it a three wide situation. Um, unfortunate for Max, and unfortunate for Brent, who gets his car tore up. Calmus gets tore up. The 73 yep. Yep. piles in there pretty hard at the end. Um, those guys get wrecked yep. as well. So. Yep. Not uh, not what you want to see in a long red flag cleanup. And you came away with some damage after the whole thing too, which probably affected a lot of where you would have finished because you were running pretty solid in the top five at the time and probably would have finished there. Yeah, um, we were really happy with the car. We kind of had an impossible decision under that red flag. Yeah. We're either going to restart third, and if the damage isn't too bad, maybe hold on for a top five. I obviously knew you were coming. Alex Stump had a great night, another top three for him. Um, so it's one of those decisions we try to hold on for the last 14 laps. Do we come in and pit, restart 10th, 12th, and make your way back up to 6th or 7th with the hood all mangled up? Um, I don't know if we made the right decision. I guess you'll never know, but it didn't work out in our favor. We ended up finishing 9th, fading back. It's just too much damage to overcome. Really, what do you do, though? You know, if the hood's crinkled up like that, it's not like you can just, like, pop it back into place. So yeah, just throw another one on. Yeah, It'll exactly. Buff out. Yeah. There's, there's a lot that goes on. It's not just like, oh, we'll just smooth this right out, and we're going to go out and be fast again. It's it's pretty hard, and it's a, it's a tough call to make. I think you made the right call, uh, honestly, uh, but you just don't know. With tire rubs and everything else that could happen after a restart like that, I mean, yeah, you were put in a really bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That was a night on the Super Lates. Another great run for you in the dash. Uh, solid night. I think you kind of almost, the top two are kind of too far away, I would say, with two weeks to go. But yeah. four through six, they're kind of way further away yeah. now after they all got wrecked tonight. So yeah. you're kind of just sitting in that third podium spot. You look like you're going to ride her out for this year. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. We. Uh, I mean, Maxwell did get a 20th position tonight, so... <laughs> Yeah, there's an outside chance there. You just you never know if there's going to be a break or anything. But Max has been solid all year, so I wouldn't really expect the uh, hi Cody. <laughs> I wouldn't really expect it to steal that second spot away from him. He's just been that guy. He's he's you know th for this year he's a, he's a champion. Um, he's been running that way the entire season, and um, you know for him to have his first DNF of the year tonight was it's obviously a big blow to you know to, to his season. So. Um, no, we'll, we'll, we'll come out of this. We'll see what happens in the next two weeks. But third place is really good in my book, and we're not going to be really looking for you know, anything outside of that. Um, I'm going to be really happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. Casey Johnson, again, third feature win of the year for him. Uh, yep. First three-peat winner. We'll talk about another three-peat winner when we get the late models, or four-peat. Is that four, Wenzel's third or fourth feature win? When we get the late models, we'll talk about that. But... Um, and one other guy I want to mention, uh, top five, I believe his first one of the year, Taylor Vandermoss. So he started on the pole of the feature, um, was able to avoid those wrecks, and uh, those guys have had a few bad weeks with some bad luck getting caught up in wrecks. They took a few weeks off, come back tonight with a fifth-place finish. So good to see that, as always. So since we got Jesse here, now we got to flip over to the quarter mile. <laughs> Tell us about your quarter-mile late model experience. Did you, did you even hmm. drive the car until tonight? It was the first time, and uh, we had a caution-riddled practice session. We did. Which didn't help me out at all, and <laughs> I just happened to be the last one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, it, you, the cars drive so much different. Um, you know, single-piston calipers on the brakes, and, you know, 
Uh, you have to push the brake pedal a little bit different, a little bit harder. The the stroke on the gas pedal is longer. The cars rotate a, like you know they, they roll a little bit more. It, they're just they don't have that same solid feel that our half mile cars have. And but that's there's nothing wrong with that. I think uh, a couple of weeks you get used to it, but. How did it go for me? <laughs> Not so hot. <laughs> uh, the first race, I think I ended up, uh, you ended up getting the, the win in the uh, feature number one. Yep. And you got around us pretty easy, and I'm just trying to get my feet, you know, my feet under me. <laughs> first and, time in the car. It yep, takes yep. a little bit. So we ended up fourth in the, in the first feature. Um, I started fourth outside row in the second, and as we were going for the uh, second spot, there was some room there on the bottom, and uh, I, I was up on top, and... It just looked like maybe I got my somebody got in my door and ended up we ended up getting spun out. But it, it, overall, it's kind of a fun experience. Uh, when Pete Birkin asked me last week to do it, I at first was skeptical, and I was more nervous to run the quarter mile late model than I was to run my half mile because <laughs> uh, you didn't my, know what to expect. No, you don't. And you know the other thing is like, well, am I gonna suck at this? And well, that question's <laughs> kind of answered at this point. But yeah, no, it was it was really fun. Um, it's just a totally different experience. I haven't run on the quarter mile since I was in four cylinders in 2006. So to have a full-size car on the ha- uh, quarter mile was uh, a really crazy experience. Yeah, and, and going back to what you talked about, the practice session for the quarter mile late models was also qualifying. And I think what I, we figured out happened was there were a few spin-outs and stuff in the four-cylinder practice. And when they came out of the dirt, they kicked the dirt yeah. right in the apex yeah. Of the track, sport trucks too. Kyle Quella yes. admitted that he kicked some dirt and, up, and they one. didn't uh, take care of that. So, so I can just imagine you getting out there for the first time, trying to get your bearings of what this is all about. Let alone center off is now ice because there's dirt all over the track. Yep, yep. And uh, I was out here Tuesday. We did some practicing because this was Aaron's last run with the five car that I was driving tonight, and. Uh, the track was completely different. It was like half a second faster than it oh, was yeah. tonight. Yeah. It, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to want to shoot for like a 15-2, 15-1, somewhere in that range. And I think I qualified like a 15-6. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're just you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I'm like, you guys don't know how much dirt is out on this track right now. It was like, bad. Yeah. Someone was doing some gardening. I think Kyle yeah. Kuala. Landscaping is what, yeah. uh, what they call it. Is in it? The, yeah. uh, and I was trying my best, too. When you and uh, Travis got around us. Um, and I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll just kind of follow in your guys' tracks for a little while. And we're coming out at two, and both of you guys are sideways. I'm staring at a five and a 50. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> this isn't normal. <laughs> Letter wide. Do you, um, um, did you wear a race receiver in the second race at all? Uh, I, I didn't have a uh, race receiver. Okay. What, what were they saying? So I haven't worn one. Tonight was the first time I've worn one. <laughs> okay. And uh, I had to get a little bit of a chuckle. So you <laughs> mentioned you were trying to work your way around another car, and they were all over the race receiver every lap telling the other car, hey, if you got to pick a lane, you got to give the 04 room, you got to pick a lane. Hey, you're picking a lane, but the middle lane isn't a lane. You got to pick inside <laughs> or outside. And then when you guys ended up getting together and, and uh, you were on top of the car, went down in the infield, they got on the race receiver and got it and said, 28 and 04, one of you guys should tap out. I'm not saying which one should, but probably the guy we've been telling who's been running the middle of the track for five laps, Are you, you probably should. Yeah. Oh, uh, I wish I would have known that. You know, I, you know, I walked They were t- asking him to tap out because that was, you were doing everything you could to get around, but it was yeah. just 
no room to go though. And I, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a racing deal, and, and I have no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shots, shots Rockstar at the bar. Doing Jim Beam bombs at the X bar. Oh, Rockstar Russ. It's our weekly edition of that. <laughs> See, that's the good yeah. thing of being on the podcast. You miss all that over there. But he'll bring one over. I, I had to see the live podcast. This is exactly <laughs> why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, um, at, at the end of the day, it was it was a fun experience, and it's something that uh, if Pete asked again, I would probably say, yeah, I'll do it. But um, maybe reluctantly again, who knows? Uh, it, was, it, it was fun, and it's uh, nice to see you run well again, and uh, Brandon Reichenberger comes away with champion. a championship. So. Yeah, I think he ended up winning by nine or ten points. He was just consistent all year long. Um, I think he had three or four fast times. Obviously, had some feature wins, but always in the top three, always smooth. Uh, kept that car out of trouble all year long, and that's what paid off for him. So, right. it was it was cool to see. And yeah, anytime you get back in the old four car, that'd be cool to see as well. I think they're going to Plover on Labor Day. They try to talk you into that yet? Uh, no, well, are you running it? Uh, I don't know. My first comment was when I was going to get in this car was, I've raced enough against Andy on the half mile. Why do I have to race him on the quarter mile? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was good. Yeah. And uh, who are the six? We were trying to figure this out. There were six other drivers you signed your name next to on the roof of the 04. Oh, so man. So it was uh, Sawyer Efforts. Yeah. He won a feature in it. Uh, TJ Sparowski, I think, ran yeah. it one week. Um, obviously, we had Kyle. Kalmus was in it. There was a Kyle Quella. Kyle Quella was in it. Mike Reichenberger was in it. Yep. And we're forgetting one. I think he's, he's looking it up. Pete Birkin? I no, I don't think he drove it at all this year. Yeah, Pete didn't even drive his own equipment. That's no. the Wow. That is There's the a picture right there thing. of Jesse signing it. Oh, so. I mean, Dan Gracie. Oh, yeah, yeah we forgot about Gracie. Only. That's yeah, he won the feature yeah. that night, too. There was a lot of big shoes to fill <laughs> that I clearly did not. Uh, <laughs> nah, you, you ranked right up there with him. Yeah, yeah you did really you did well really tonight. Well. Especially for tonight being your first night out on that uh, yeah. quarter mile with that big of a... Uh, <laughs> that big of a car? Yeah. Yeah. Did that car have power steering? It did. Oh, that's nice. The power steering <laughs> in that car is know. better than my half is mile it? car. Yeah, I got in my half the, the 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 super and I'm like, what the heck? Is, like, the steering wheel is stiff, the brake pedal stiff, the gas is stiff. I'm like, this car sucks. We need right? upgrade. <laughs> yeah. And then we got you to the dash and the first thing I did was just drop back. I'm like, I I have no idea how to even Different drive this feel. thing and it, it is. And I don't know, you know, how, how the five car is. If it's no if power it's, steering, no power steering. <laughs> you get a weight break, so Aaron didn't put it on. So, <laughs> see this huge blister on my left hand? Oh, that's, that's nasty. From pulling down on the wheel. If you guys don't see that, that's like a, it's a quarter size <laughs> blister, and it's gonna be hurting for like four days. Yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah. Throw some Neosporin <laughs> on it, call her neat. <laughs> um, what else we got for Jesse while he's here? We talked about his season. We talked about tonight. We talked about your win last week. Yeah. We talked about your red race win. That was really cool. Yeah. Well, talk about being a new dad. <laughs> we haven't talked to you about that. That's actually the best part of the uh, the entire season, right? Yep. I don't know. Just to see her, to, to, to see my daughter Nora. She's uh, she's growing up. Uh, every time I take the track, my wife's like, "Oh, she's out there, da 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 da." da <laughs> you know, um, it's been fun, and you know, because you you've got girls too, and. Um, I don't know. Fatherhood is a really neat thing. So anybody out there that's um, looking to get into it, you uh, you're gonna have a uh, long, scary road, and then they get very fun, 
and uh, it, it's life is really good right now because uh, on my days off, like well tomorrow, uh, we'll be hanging out all day waiting for Mama to get home from work, and uh, it's just gonna it, it's it's just fun. Yeah, you know that's we're awesome. we're inside, it's, we're outside, we're petting the dog, we're eating eating uh, egos all day long. It's just it's a fun time. It's a it's a fun change for the better that you have no idea what you're getting into, and yeah, it seems like you never have enough time or never have enough money. Yeah. But yep. you make time. You make, you have enough money. You figure yeah. it out. So, yeah. yeah. At the at the end of the day, too. Um. You know, we, it's like how much racing do I have to give up to to try to be there for for her? And uh, you know, when you have a good year like this, I couldn't even imagine having a couple like big time crashes because uh, as much as I work and everything else, and and her being at home with Lucy, uh, that would be a little much. Uh, but it's been a really good year, and and it it's just worked out really well. So. Um, if anybody's wondering, we're planning on running one more full-time year next year because there was a, a little speculation whether or not we would do it. But things went really well this year, and, and uh, Mama says I have permission. So <laughs> as long as that continues, um, we'll, we'll, we'll give her one more shot here in uh, t- same 2020. Same car, new car? No, we'll do same car. Same car, I, yeah. I feel like it's fast enough, and I, I understand the benefits of maybe getting a little bit, uh, you know, some new metal under you, but... Um, we, we, we had something figured out, and I don't think we're necessarily the fastest car, but consistency on a week-to-week basis has right. been has been solid. So that's that's what we're going to be shooting for. Good. And you say full full year next year mm. is in the works. You were part-time last year, weren't you? Yeah, part-time. We Well, originally we were going to run like five nights at Kakana. I think it turned into like six or seven. It's really hard when you live four minutes from the track <laughs> uh yeah my my my, my uh, dad and mom they have a place out in freedom where we work on the car but yeah i'm literally a hop skip and a jump from the racetrack so um it's hard to it's hard to watch the cars that you should be racing go around without you and uh, that had a lot to do with us racing full-time this year so i don't know exactly what it's going to be that rips me from the uh from the seat um but uh, it, this year has been really fun racing full time again. 2018 was a really nice learning curve for us racing Marshfield and Kakana, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll just continue to build on what we have here, and, and and we'll do it again next year. You mentioned the shop that's still out by El Hus and Kakana. Yep, that, yep, over there. Yep. So who all who all works on the car? I mean, mainly is it your dad? Yeah. Is it you? Is it Paul I, and Wayne? Yeah, I, I'm not bashful with it. My dad probably puts 90% of the work on the car. Um, you know, I'll, I'll help out when I can, um, you know, by the time I get there, usually it's like, Hey, let's pop some Riveton and scale, <laughs> which is really, really nice. Uh, like I said, I, I, I've been working quite a bit lately. And, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm trying to stick with my family as much as I can. My dad's retired, so he doesn't mind putting the work in. Um, so yeah, it, he, my dad makes it really easy and it's fun to have that. Um, but yeah, Paul. Uh, Greenwood, he's stopping out, you know, once every every couple weeks here, and uh, Wayne's out there. I mean, I see Paul at the track most Tuesdays too. Oh We're yeah, out he's there all, helping people practice. He, he's, he's trying to sculpt the, the yep, he's up on the hill, <laughs> scoping it out. Pulls up in his Dodge Durango, just yeah. kind of looking around. Yeah, what's going on out here? Yeah, no, uh, Paul Paul's been with us now seven eight years. Been a great addition, awesome spotter. Um, so yeah, no complaints. We have a lot of great guys on this team that. That continue to contribute every every single week and every year. Awesome. Yeah. And before we let you go, as always, 
Give a shout out to some of your sponsors that help you on the one car. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Yeah, uh, Kurz Industrial Solutions has been with us for a long time. Uh, that kind of came along with, with, with Wayne, Ryan, um, and they've been huge. Uh, but some, some big ones that we've had throughout the years, JLM, everybody that's like the iconic number one sponsor on there. We have JLM, Performance Machine and Manufacturing, Game Day Sports Bar in Appleton, uh, Gene Fredrickson Trucking, R&J Transport, uh, Al Haas Auto out there in Freedom, uh, Abtron and Quarters, uh, Lake Park Pub in Little Chicago have been uh, mainstays on the car for a long time. Um, and then obviously you got to thank uh, Competition Specialists for building a great, great uh, uh, piece of horsepower underneath the hood and uh, race tech chassis for, you know, Joe's been helping us out for a couple years as well. So um, for all those guys and everything they've, they've done for us in the last 13 years that we've been on the half mile, which is crazy to think already. And I, I dated you on the last podcast saying <laughs> you've been doing it for 20 years. I honestly, Andy, I sat in the stands and watched you win your first uh, limited late model title. And uh, it's just, uh, it's a really, it's a big time honor to race against you weekly right now and, and everybody else out there that I've been watching for the last 20 that. years. So, yeah, we'll keep it up. Yep. Keep it rolling. We'll it's keep a lot it rolling. Yep. Keep so, it in one piece. Cheers. So. Cheers. That's Jesse Oudenhoven. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for being on. So that was Jesse Oudenhoven joining us here at the X-Bar. Uh, great job as always. Jesse is always a great sportsman for our club and sport and cool to see him run two divisions tonight. Let's jump back to the half mile. Okay. We've got a, what did we figure here now? Fourth time feature winner? Yeah, fourth time. Brett Wenzel in the zero car, doing first, it in multiple cars. Yep, first win was in the original zero that got destroyed second week, third week. Sounds about right in the dash there off of turn two. Yep. Then the, a win technically in the 34 car. Yep. And then it turned to zero again. So uh, he's having a good year other than obviously the wrecking of the car and then the wrecking of the new car. Um, it really seems with Brett Wenzel, if the car stays together, he can he, get out yeah. front, he can run away and win, win races. Um, unfortunately, he's had the bad luck along the way where he, he's he had the ladder of it too. Runs into uh, traffic. Four feature wins and four DNFs. It seems kind of the way that his season's gone, hero or zero um, on that car. So uh, Second place for Chase Randerson. Um, third went Consistent. to Eddie Munster. Brazen Bennett extended his point lead, I believe, with a fourth-place finish. Yep. And Nate Van Wyken was fifth. Uh, Scott Baker, uh, sixth place, first time out this year. Uh, so good to, good to see Scott Baker. Probably see him there the last couple weeks. Um, Brian ended up eighth. He got involved in a wreck early, had fast time tonight on the 0-1, and uh, moved up to second in the dash, but unfortunately had to pit um, after that first caution, take the hood off the car and uh, recovered to finish eighth, but not the night he was looking for um, when he's battling for points here with Brazen down to the end. Yeah, a couple cautions this race. Yeah, he had Matt Whitman spin inside wall. I think he not damaged spin in, I don't think he spun and hit the inside wall. I know he was riding the outside wall in was the dog it? Oh, outside wall? Okay. And uh, he was riding the inside wall of his tire. <laughs> a little uh, excessive camber? Uh, just a little excessive. It was maybe 50 or 60 degrees. <laughs> The only thing negative you need in your life, Dan, is camber. Just okay. remember that. Okay. Not maybe not that much camber. <laughs> you need like five degrees of camber, not like 50 degrees of camber. It was pretty bad. So, probably has a bent upper control arm. A little work to do in the 19 he shop was, this week. I, I walked around the pits after the races, and there were a lot of people working on a lot of things tonight. A lot tonight. of different things, yeah. 
So that's the late models. Another good show. Uh, like we mentioned, Brazen Bennett extends his point lead with two weeks to go. Looks like it's going to come down to uh, him and Brian. And uh, both are running very consistently, qualifying right next to each other. Uh, Brian had a couple bad nights here and uh, hopefully can rebound. And Brazen um, just continues strong. He's, he's having a really good year. And um, I believe this would be his second late model championship. That we might need to look up. Yeah, that I'm going to look up. I think he won one a few here. years ago, if I remember correctly. So, Super Stocks. Yes. Go back to the quarter mile. The three car is back at it. Dylan Wenzel brings out the uh, purple number three, pink number three, Darboy Corner Star Machine, and a fast time and a feature win for the three car. Now, I didn't get to see a whole lot of this race. I was running back and forth uh, with the super late and the quarter mile late, but. Yep. Uh, it sounded like he used the outside and stayed on the outside. Matt even mentioned that he looked like he maybe even slid up one time in the corner, but really didn't seem to affect him as he pulled away to take his second or third feature win of the year. He's only raced three times, I think. Second. So I think he won once. I think he was third last time he raced and then took the win again here tonight. So um, good run for Dylan Wenzel. And uh, some trouble for the wagon tonight. Yes. What happened there? Uh, It was smoking pretty heavily. Was it? Oh, yeah. Engine? Rear end? Probably engine, considering when he was slowing down, it was still. Yeah, so a big hit for them. Um, Ten cars tonight. They end up finishing ninth, um, having to pull out of the race. Um, Not what they were looking for there. Josh Miller second, Trevor Howard third, Larry Rago was fourth, and Rachel Meyerhofer uh, rounded out the top five in the Superstock class. Dylan Wenzel with a 15.570 in the feature as his best lap on lap 11. So you could say that three cars hooked up, and I think Doogie Hauser's back in the wagon next week. We're going to have a Hauser-Wenzel combo. Hey, we didn't get the figure eights yet. Hold on. Hold on, Chief. You want that pizza? Rockstar Russ stealing pizza. For once, I'm going to steal pizza from someone else, and I'm not paying for it. Yeah, that, that is for once. I Rather than pizza getting to waste. Don't waste the pizza. Normally, I'm the one buying three Don't pizzas, waste the pizza. Sport trucks. We had a different winner tonight. Kyle Koala's won seven, eight, nine races on the season, but not tonight. Yeah, flat he had fast kinda... time, and then he had some struggles the rest of the night. What what happened on the old tuba truck? Well, steering rack, gearbox, and a f- steering rack. Yep, and a flat tire on the old two. Yeah, I know the flat tire. Well, hey, uh, funny thing is, uh, it was a piece of exhaust that cut his tire in the future, that then got stuck underneath Bobby Watier's oh. truck. The 89. Yep. Kyle Kuala got uh, <coughs> 16th. Last. His worst Bobby night Watson of the year. Placed 15th because he had to pull off because the exhaust was dragging underneath his truck. All in all, Kyle Kuala lost a f- four points. It's funny how that works like that. Right? Even on the days where he has bad luck, he still has good luck in the point standings. Bobby Wittier ran a 15.995 in the feature. For the best lap of all competitors. That How? is flying in a sport truck. That is that's three tenths faster than the winner. 
yes. who we haven't even mentioned yet. So that's yet. unfortunate. Yes, Mike Burge with the win. <laughs> that took us five minutes to get to the winner. 88 truck. Good to see him get the yeah. win. Taylor Ron second. Then you had Jason Van Handel, who helps all the Vanderloop trucks. Yep. Who finished Ooh. fourth, fifth, and sixth. All in a row. Yeah. And Look they were out that. practicing on Tuesday night, so it's good to see them. Uh, JJ was out well, practicing Tuesday night and continue to get better. Isn't he a uh, a previous champion? Yes. That's Jason Van Handel is a previous sport truck champion. He used That's to drive the 99 truck. Okay. So we get to podcast 99. Then we'll pull him with on. Jason Van Handel. Okay. Got it. Among Dick Trickle and Frank Cryer and a lot of 99s. That's an easy one. Yeah. Kind of... You know, throw them in a hat and just pull one out. <laughs> so that's the sport truck class. Like we said, Kyle Kuala, friend of the podcast, our point leader. Uh, tough night for him, but really didn't hurt him overall too bad in the points because our second-place competitor also had troubles yep. uh, tonight as well. So I guess now Sizzle and fours. I'll come and with figure the first feature. First feature, uh, Sizzle and fours. So we had a winner on the track, and a winner again, off the track. Was not the winner in the pitch yeah. afterwards. Uh, so Dan Thompson driving the seventy-three of Kurt Schweitzer, I believe. Uh, technically, at the end of the race, was credited with the win. However, uh, Tech decided that it was not going to stand, which. Means the second place was Zach Deverfeld. Which the zero one, zero one. Generally, uh, yeah, he actually has been credited with this win. Unfortunate for Dan. That's Thompson. his first win on the year, ain't it? Technically, yes. Technically, I like how you said technically, since we're talking well, about a tech newly. Well, technically, actually, yes. tech win. One hundred percent, yes. Last week, though, he got second place. Okay. On the track. <laughs> Tech decided that wasn't going to stand. So, a little bit of redemption from the uh, the Tech Shack? It must be. 40 car, another good run for him. He ends up, I guess, what you'd call second in the first feature. Yep. Always uh, strong. Scott Wolf, fourth. Uh, yep. Heather Wolfgram, fifth. Um, another good car count. 19 cars. Um, sizzling fours. And then we get to feature number two, and we've got a female winner on the night, Heather Wolfgram in the 15 car. Good to see her get back in winner's circle. Larry Gittner, fourth. Larry Belanger, fifth. Uh, good racing out there in fourth owner class. You know, we forgot to mention somebody uh, in the, Tom Schweitzer? No, in the Super Stocks, actually. Oh. Uh, speaking of female drivers, Rachel Meyerhofer. Uh, I mentioned her. Fifth. Fifth. Yeah. But... You didn't mention what happened to her in practice or qualifying. I can't. I don't know which one because I wasn't really on Tuesday towards. that I texted no. you about. Thursday. Oh. Tuesday she was I'm testing a half mile car. I'm certain that she had a uh, a hub explode. Oh. Like, yeah, it was just not there. A rear a hub. bearing failure and a hub explosion. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. You know me. I'm not very mechanical. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was definitely something not right with a. Uh, Right rear hub, I believe. Okay. She can correct me on it if she listens. Um, but, yeah, it, it did not look pretty. Oh, that's not So good. that fifth place is actually really impressive. For them to recover, get up yeah. that far, yeah. Absolutely. 
so we have one left. Dun, 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 dun. Should we bring them over here? Should we bring them both over here? We got to bring the winner over here. Well, we definitely have to. Rock, bring the Rockstar over. Russ is on here all the time. It's true. Let's get our figure eight winner tonight. Uh, and where's he at? Owner of the X Bar, sponsor he of the even podcast. Still here? The Mellow Yellow, number twelve. Where's he at? Probably outside. Uh, probably outside. But we've mentioned this on the podcast leading up to the Eve of Destruction here that's coming up in less than a month. In We're up to weeks. 11 figure eight cars now. Yes. They like growing. Absolutely. And, and probably next week will be 12 or 13. And the week after that will be 14 or 15. Let me tell you, really interesting race. Um, we found them. Did you did you get to watch any of it at all? I did not. Oh man! So there's going to be a small cut here. You might notice it. You might not. But we're going to go and watch this real quick. All right, we're back. So joining us tonight, figure eight feature winner, third of the season, I believe. That it is. Craig Krieger, congratulations. Thank you. We were just talking about the class continuing to grow in car count as we get closer to the eve. You guys had 11 cars tonight. Yeah, we're trying. Uh, we could have had 12. I got one more sitting in the garage. It's pretty close. Jesse Van Burko was going to run it tonight and decided not to. How many do you typically get at the eve? 16? Yeah, roughly around there. 16 oh, to 18. Park. Yeah, so we're gradually getting towards that. A couple close calls for you next tonight. Yeah, there were a couple. I, yeah, Beatty, really, Beatty kind of toying with you a little bit there? He was, actually. I called him on the way here, actually, thanking him for not wrecking my stuff because he really could have. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. So, I, I don't know, was he trying to just make it interesting for the fans, or what was his take on it? Uh, no, he, he said he was timing it out, and he's like, I know you are faster than me. I thought he could make it, and, well, I hit the grass coming out of two, and that slows you down a lot when you do that, and it... It's closer than I like, but when you're leading, you can't stop, especially <laughs> when you got Craig Van Wettering behind you. Yeah, CBR and also Meyerhofer had another good run tonight. Yeah. Hardy's car. He's having way too nice of good runs lately. <laughs> as long as I'm finishing ahead of him, though, I'm happy. Where does that stack you up for points on the year, do you know? I do believe I'm 35 behind him going okay. to next week. That's what I thought. So we got a couple weeks left. See what happens. Yeah. If Mike has one bad night... One bad night would be a really good night for me. Yep. So maybe he does need to get that other car out. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, no. Well, we talked about that, actually. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I wanted to get it out week four or five. Now it's getting later in the season. I've been a little bit nervous about it because that would be about my luck. I bring the car out. Somebody, whoever's driving it, gets into Mike and make it look bad for me. So I think we're going to hold it off till the eve now. So September 6th, for those of you listening, Eva Destruction, first Friday in September as always. Uh, all sorts of fun activities out there. Are they going to have UTVs again? Yep. The UTVs race last year. I've seen that on year. the schedule, yeah. And they're doing a 50-lap enduro, I 50 see. 50-lap enduro as well, yep. I don't know how to Two-man cruisers, the UTV. all sorts of stuff. UTVs. There's a UTV track actually north of here, like in Coleman or Pound. It's somewhere north on 141. Yeah. It's a dirt track, but they actually made it a UTV oh, racing track. dirty. There it is dirty. Yeah. But no, the EV Destruction highlighted, obviously, by the figure eight bus races. Craig, you got a bus in the works? I don't know, actually. Uh, last year I ran one for Danny. I haven't heard nothing yet this year, so I don't know. Maybe you could run Russ's. 
minibus. <laughs> <laughs> if he has it done, I guess. <laughs> Obviously, the trailer race. What do you yep. got for a trailer this year? I don't know. Is actually, that a surprise, too? No, actually, I never bring my own. Whatever's at the track, I kind of hook up and hope I can be the last one at the end. So tell us some rules on the trailer race. Can you not, like, weld the hitch to the drawbar? No. They, that, can they, you do reinforce stuff or no? No, they're actually starting to check them because years back I used to cheat and cut off the tongue and put two, two plates across and... You know, a three-quarter inch bolt going through there, so it wouldn't break. But now that I check, you can't use safety chains, can't use duct tape anymore. So you know, there's a couple of tricks you can do yet that they don't catch. But I mean, it's—I don't know—survival of the fittest, I guess. Yep. Yeah, it's always an entertaining race. There's boats, there's campers, there's—you name it, it's out there. Snowmobile trailers, engine uh, trailblazers. Yeah, <laughs> things of that nature. We had one year, I think it was back in, uh, I don't know, 01, 02, we actually had a water bed, if you remember, people used oh, to sleep absolutely. in them. We took one of them and actually filled that thing up and put 10 gallons of Tide in it. <laughs> <laughs> Made an interesting race. Boosh. Oh, God. Yep. It's kind of like uh, Russ winning down in Rockford and jumping in the pool afterwards. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> You know, a little bit more interesting because it's the middle of the race. Yeah, it was. You know, trying to you know you think about it, you got I don't know how many gallons of water fit in the hot or in a waterbed, but when you blow that up with soap in it, makes I, track pretty slippery. <laughs> yes, probably close to. I'd honestly guess close to ninety. I think there's a lot. It's pretty big. It's pretty big One of the things balloon. I always enjoy about the trailer race is you get a guy like uh, TVR that maybe gets knocked out early. He just kind of lingers around and pushes, kinda, like, pushes trailers and debris back onto the track to kinda, make it more interesting. Almost, it kind of almost reminds me, and this is going to be really corny and cheesy. Uh, Out of you? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mater, when he's sneaking up on the tractors in cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of just kind of sneaking up and pushing things out. Yep. It, that's almost, almost what it reminds that's me That's what it is, yeah. Uh, it's a fun race, though, you know, the crowd likes it, and it actually makes a highlight when Terry does stuff like that. Actually, I think it was 2010, a video of it, it got down to me, and uh, I think it was uh, Jeff Spears running, like I said, you know, he used to cheat doing different things on trailers, and there was no way he was coming off. He had a, a shit spreader. He was pulling, <laughs> nobody wanted to hit that. So I got the bright idea. It rained that day. Push him off the back stretch. Get him stuck down on the wall between the pits. So I made four laps. They announced me the winner. So I went and started hitting stuff. Terry was putting back on the track. Got stuck on top of a camper. And Jeff got out of there. And I still lost the race. <laughs> Always entertaining. Well, we got two Thursdays left. And the Eva Destructions three weeks from tomorrow. So yep. the season is coming to a close. In a hurry. Thanks for having, thanks for coming on tonight, Craig. As always, thanks for X Bar sponsoring the podcast. We're having a great time down here. Appreciate you coming down. Yep, absolutely. Next week, Sport Mods, Pavement Pounders, round two of two. Should have a decent field of cars for that. Yeah. Better than uh, the first one, which the first one's understandable. We had the rain out the week before. Didn't work with a lot of guys' schedule. Um, What? Seven, eight, that time. From what I heard, closer to the tw- 
15 to 20 range. Yeah, it makes for a great show when you have two full heats and then a nice feature. Right. Um, so thanks again to uh, Winnegami Home Builders Association for putting that together and Joe Vertigan. Um, always awesome to see another division out there bringing more interest to the track. So looking forward to that next week. And then uh, the week after, we've got the Corn Roast Fan Appreciation Night. If you've never been to WIR on the final night of the season, it is free beer and free corn in the pits afterwards. So come hungry, come thirsty, make uh, plans to get home safely, <coughs> Scott Wolf, um, and, uh, <laughs> and not enjoy up. yourself and uh, come out and have a good time. It's uh, it's one of the most popular nights of the season for a reason. Yep. Uh, all the teams and drivers stay pretty late and bartend for you. Pretty late, huh? Pretty late. I I got home last year at uh, we're not talking last year 10 to 6 we're not talking last year oh, the year, year. before yeah. I didn't sleep yeah it was what <laughs> 2 in the afternoon again, I think Kyle Quella can keep you occupied again this year with his uh, uh, he should be alright yeah. yeah um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so looking forward to that good wrap up to the season I'm assuming most drivers and crew members have Friday off for that. I do. Yeah, yeah, that's a pre-planned one for you. Yeah, I maybe might have requested that come six down. months ago. <laughs> come down, have some drinks, be responsible, eat some corn, celebrate with the champions. Yes, definitely. And kick off a great season. Or so. even the non-champions. That Sometimes too. they're better to celebrate with. Could be. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, since Matt's not here to do it, I guess I'll sign us off and say stay out of trouble. <laughs>